At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Day. It's a great day to be betting on sports, Pritch. We got games that started at noon going, taking us uh, through the entire day. We have a Monday Night Football playoff game we got to get to. And, Pritch, by the way, did, did the Bills score another touchdown on my Patriots, or did <laughs> they, so. did they stop, stop scoring? What's going on there? Hey, I, the Bills <laughs> owed me one. I had the Patriots on a teaser. Did not like that situation as they decimated your Patriots out there. I didn't see that one coming, but we did see a lot from the weekend that we need to react to, Josh, because – we always want to learn from our bets uh, and learn to be better betters uh, moving forward for sure. So let's do that. Let's recap the wild card weekend. You know, talking about this Cowboys team, because everybody is, uh, you know, it's not surprising that they did have as many penalties as they did. Uh, that didn't surprise me. That didn't even shock me because they're the most penalized team in the National Football League. They're undisciplined. But the fact that they couldn't elevate their level of play, though, did shock me. I mean, this is an immensely talented football team uh, that cannot get to the next level when they need to. And, and that, to me, is concerning. I know a lot of noise right now and today, the overreaction about McCarthy. But uh, to me, those, it's on the players. Those players got to find a way to elevate their level of play, just like the 49ers did. As they come out on top, 23-17, to 17, catches to the under as well, as we saw the closing price there at 52, Josh. Yeah, so I think Pritch, number one, I'm glad you started off with the dog because it was not a good dog weekend overall with mm. favorites four and one straight up, four and one ATS. But this was kind of your one dog that came through for you. So I think, you know, focusing on this matchup, you know, leading up to the game, to me, it was all about, you know, would it go to three and a half? Would it stay at three? My one concern with the Niners was, you know, was this a repeat of the national championship game where the Niners were kind of in that Alabama spot, you know, kind of a public play getting points, whereas kind of late movement was going toward Dallas. But really, you know, putting faith into a system, Pritch, that I've leaned on quite a bit over the years. We talked about it all last week, a dog playing a team who missed the playoffs the previous year. Mm -hmm. This really speaks to kind of a team who maybe uh, we talk about in bowl games and college football, uh, maybe, you know, not having that experience and not knowing how important, you know, each second, each tick of the clock is uh, obviously got off to a big start there with San Fran, Jimmy G threw that pick and he got a little <laughs> bit nervous. If you're like me uh, with the points there, but I think the fact that uh, you saw that get to three and a half. And then a lot of shops immediately came back down to three. That was a, a case to me where uh, both the books really didn't want to hand out the hook. And when it got there, 
there, it came back pretty quick. That's something you can always focus on. How long does a line move uh, stay at a hook or a key number and go back the other way? If it kind of stays where it's at, that would have told me, you know, further Cowboys money. But it was always kind of that dog Shanahan spot that came through for you. And Pritch, by the way, I I, I, I tried out for ninth grade, uh, you know, JV uh, football. I hated it. I, I got I had I quote unquote had a concussion. I got laid out one time. I said this ain't for me. But by okay. the way, Pritch, is it true that 16 seconds, that's just like a massively known thing? Like all, pretty much everything I've heard is, doesn't Prescott and McCarthy know that it takes at least 16 seconds to get a ball and spike it? Talk to me about that. That was an right. obvious thing, it sounds like, to insiders who know football. Well, you know, the whole players speak or coaches speak, I mean, that's what we heard from Dak Prescott. Like, we practice this situation every day in practice. Well, you do. Absolutely, on Friday, you fine-tune it. But I think they made that play up, to be honest with you, Josh. Uh, because of what San Francisco did covering the sidelines. So the middle of the field is wide open. You know, from a, from a strategy standpoint, timing or gauging how long it takes to execute a play and then spike it, it depends on the play. Like if Dak would have slid earlier, then they would have had no problem spiking the football. They would have had plenty of time, but he didn't. You know, he tried to get as many yards as he can, again, which tells me they made that play up, right? And so uh, if you're making stuff up on the sideline, that's never a good thing either. Uh, but they cover it up with coaches speak and players speak at the podium right there. So uh, the lack of preparation, evident. Uh, the lack of discipline, very, very evident. And that's, that's what cost Dallas Cowboys the, the game, the situation in the playoffs, more so than that last play, the controversy on that last play. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. And again, you kind of heard the announcers there. I think it was Romo saying, uh, you know, they're not going to get off in time. They're not going to get right. off in time. And obviously, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're hoping you get one more shot at it. But uh, it was funny, Pritch, like early on, you know, uh, a couple plays where kind of the defense was just playing like kind of prevent, whereas then you kind of said, hey, guard the sidelines, keep it up the middle. Mm -hmm. So maybe in a way, again, leaning on coaching matchups and how these coaches perform in certain situations. We knew going in that Shanahan as a dog uh, has been a great bet here, 65% in his career. And right. now that you're kind of, you see it in front of your face saying, hey, like they went right into the funnel that the 49ers were trying to make them go into. And then you see that they couldn't get it off in time. So tough break for Dallas. I want to know, Pritch, you know, there are rumors. Does, does McCarthy get fired for that? I don't know, but it kind of tells you they kept, they're sticking to their guns. They're going down swinging. They're not admitting like maybe it wasn't a great play. They're kind of saying, you know, it was the ref's fault or anything yeah. like that. Uh, but it tells me that, uh, hey, if you're betting against these coaches who have clock management issues or have issues in terms of managing the game, they're, these are the coaches like to bet against, and Shanahan really proved that he's kind of, you know, head and shoulders here above McCarthy. Yeah, stay tuned. I guess that's what be my answer to that question. Stay tuned <laughs> because I think Jerry Jones didn't want to be reactionary, didn't want to overreact to the moment. Obviously, the emotions didn't want to get caught up in that. But you're right. If you assess everything, uh, the bad coaching decisions, the lack of preparation, the lack of discipline, why are you going to proceed when you have a talented roster like the Cowboys do with that type of regime? So uh, I think the Cowboys look hard at that situation with McCarthy. But on the other side, too, learning about the 49ers, I, in bet, I, I live bet the game. So I found a number plus nine and a half for the Cowboys that was, I was attracted to. I had to because I laid the three before the game. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I came out on top with cashing that ticket, but it's because of Jimmy G. You know, the guy can be overrated and underrated at the same time. Uh, and I just had faith in that bet, that live game bet, in-game betting, that Jimmy G was going to do something to help me out. And he did. So moving forward with the 49ers, Josh, I mean, I know it was a great game by everybody else. But my goodness, even with the winning record that Jimmy G has, 31-14 and 14 with his career with his 49ers, you still just don't – you're not allowed to trust this guy. At least I can't. And I think Kyle doesn't either. Because he runs out of plays with Jimmy G. You get to a point where you get through the playbook or your game plan, and then you're done because you run out of plays with his skill set.
You really do. And again, just the epic quote there that he can both uh, disappoint you and impress you at the same time, Bridge. There's not many people in the world in any line of work that can do that for you. But I think you're right with Jimmy G. You know, you feel like he's not going to put up some crazy stats, but he's a winner. And I think we got to give him credit for that. You look at uh, this next game coming up here, Pritch, two huge injuries going now to Green Bay to Lambeau, Fred mm-hmm. Werner and Bosa. Bosa, uh, to me, obviously the big one, but Werner, who, you know, has the mic in his helmet and can call out the plays. These are two big defensive injuries. And looking at these early moves for a divisional weekend, you saw a immediate move toward the Green Bay Packers. A lot of these books open Packers laying four and a half. They're now up to five and a half. Was that smart money on Green Bay? Was that a, you know, bet on Green Bay because 49ers have two really good defensive players who are injured and could miss this game. Whatever it may be, that early move has been toward Green Bay. But I'm going to sit back and say, Pritch, if this becomes one of your most heavily bet and lopsided games where I'm looking at, again, primetime game 815 Saturday night, Right now, it's early in the week, but around 75% of bets are laying it with Green Bay. Uh, and if this thing gets to six, though, I think there's going to be a spot here where I'm going to wait, see if I can get 49ers plus six. You still have all these systems here. Shanahan has a dog, 58% in his career. Jimmy G has a dog, 13-4 and four against the spread in his career. So this is kind of one of those spots where if you still keep giving me these points with a 49ers team that can run the ball, and, you know, again, I want these injured guys to play, but I just think there's going to be a big, you know, public lay the points with Green Bay, but maybe if you get to six, you'll have some sharp buyback there in 49ers plus six. All right, what else did we learn, Josh? I mean, we'll get to the blowout for the Bills and the Patriots because uh, we got a full <laughs> show uh, highlighting that one. But then, but the Bengals, did you learn anything about the Bengals as they hang on uh, for that 26-19 to 19 victory over the Raiders? A lot of field goals in this one, Josh. Uh, catches to the under 248 and a half. Uh, and you saw the Raiders, the inability to execute in the red zone kind of did them in. A little controversy, too, in that game, but uh, not to ma- determine the outcome, if, in my opinion. Uh, but the Bengals, again, prevail here 26 uh, 19 in that game. Yeah, so a couple things, Pritch. You know, we had a little bit of fun there on Friday going through the referees for all these games. Right. Jerome Boger, right. blow, the whistle was blown. And again, it was it inadvertent. You know, there's a weird pool report after the game where they kind of, I forgot the way they phrased it, but it just sounded really kind of weird. Like maybe they should have blown it dead, but they shouldn't have. But again, here this here's how these referee crews can, mm-hmm. again, not be the only reason you bet a game, but something to pay attention to. I was disappointed by this one, Pritch, because I really like the Raiders in that yeah. spot. At one point they were, what were they, six and a half down to five and a half. You did see some late movement back up to six. I guess what I learned about this one is, you know, Bengals chasing Burrow. I mean, it's not really obvious. You're not breaking any news here, but it felt like they could get whatever they want. So I don't know if this means, you know, targeting chase with his, you know, his prop bets, if you want to go more on a prop bet angle. Uh, But that connection is really unbelievable. And it kind of obviously dates back to college, but I don't know how many, you know, real, you know, true Bengals games that I've sweated from start to finish. Not many this year. I feel like I bet against them more than I bet on them, Mm -hmm. but just seeing what chase could do in person, Pritch, they had to make you proud. This guy looks unbelievable. Well, you get hype with Dak Prescott for sure, but you get substance with Joe Burrow. That's my takeaway because Dak Prescott, he might win comeback player of the year with all the stats, uh, but Burrow has all the substance, completing 70% of his passes, over 4,600 yards, a playmaker, uh, and he was sacked 51 times on top of that. So it's not like he has the best offensive line like Dak does, right? Um, But it's impressive that this kid can elevate his game. I mean, we make so much of Justin Herbert but Joe Burrow moving on in the playoffs, I mean, that, that's highly impressive to me. Taking on the Titans, too, look at his number. Minus three and a half for the number one seed and, and against the upstart Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they won a playoff game, haven't done that since 1991. Uh, a good friend of mine, Alfred Williams, who was a rookie on that team, uh, was my buff teammate. Uh, he tweeted out the fact that, yeah, it was his rookie year the last time the Bengals were winning a playoff game, right? So 47 is a total in that game as well. I, I, I'm, I'm highly impressed with Burrow. 
I really am too, Pritch. And again, this is if you're a Bengals fan looking toward the future. I mean, you got maybe 10, 15 years of this guy. It's going to be great uh, if you want to sweat the Bengals long term. But real quick on that one, Pritch. Yep. Early move to Tennessee. A lot of these books open Tennessee minus three. They've ticked up now to three and a half. I think it's going to be fascinating this weekend. Do you see the public say, hey, you know, favorites are off to a good start. Let me roll with all these faves. Or do you see some trendy dog spots? Like, how do you not take, you know, Burrow and the Bengals getting points here? So I think it's going to maybe, you know, kind of go back and forth, three and a half, three, three and a half, three, where if you like the Bengals, you want the hook. If you like Tennessee, minus three might be your best number there. All right. Just getting started here on Betting Across America. Vsin has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game, Big Dance special provides all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only six. $69 best bet emails, exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game and the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides. Get that deal right now. VEASAN.com slash big deal. Sign up today. Coming up next on the program again, what do we learn from the weekend to help us be a better better? That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. NFL playoff season is here, and it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. And, and so, Josh, again, lessons from the weekend. What we can take and move forward into divisional round. Still got one more Monday night football game, though, and wild card weekend. Cannot wait to get that breakdown as well. But the Cowboys, again, it, it's never how good you are. Everybody's got talent, right? And, and so if you look at playoff teams, it's how good you execute. And the Dallas Cowboys cannot execute. And so for me as a better, looking forward, I'm looking for those teams that play true to their identity and they can perfect who they are out there and certainly execute. Premium quarterbacks. My goodness, Josh Applebaum. Josh <laughs> Allen got to another level. Tom Brady continues to get to another level. And then Patrick Mahomes, even in a playoff situation, Showtime is back out there in Kansas City when he's playing like that, right? And then my other takeaway, it does not matter. It really doesn't with Tom Brady. Do you really, do you really want to bet against this guy? Uh, at this point as a better, I say no. 
I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, I think going back to the Cowboys, another kind of takeaway or teachable moment is, you know, when you have a team that covers a ton during the regular season, you have a ton of recency bias holdover mm -hmm. that basically the recreational betting public is going to apply to a, to a, uh, to a playoff game. So for example, the Cowboys were the number one team in the NFL covering numbers. They were fantastic regular season, 13 and four against the spread. If you laid points when they were a favorite or took them when they were a dog, you had a really good year betting them. So that really applied as kind of a holdover uh, to that playoff game where again, it wasn't a huge public play, but it was kind of that public mindset of, Hey, Cowboys have made me money in the past. I want to bet on them again, but oftentimes as a better, you want to look at it the other way. You want to bet against these teams cover kind of, uh, kind of selling high and getting more value to go the other way. So that's one takeaway. And then Pritch, I'm right there with you in terms of quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones was terrible, but it was just so, uh, you know, to me, I put more on the defense Pritch. I couldn't believe how it just looked like an effortless defense from the Patriots. That was really a big takeaway from mine. But I think if you look at just at quarterbacks, let's look at the updated odds to win the Super Bowl, all based on really good quarterbacks, mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers plus 375 Packers chiefs plus 400 Aaron, uh, with, uh, with Mahomes, bills and bucks both uh, in third best odds plus 550 with Allen with Brady. So I'm right there with you. I think it, if you can simple, simplify things, I think as you know, when you're betting baseball, you lean a lot on starting pitchers. You're not breaking any news here, but these elite quarterbacks who raise their level in the postseason, it goes to show you what a big influence they have on obviously the betting line and coming through for you as a better. Well, sure it does. I mean, we marvel at basketball when somebody on the court can raise and elevate their level of play and what leads them to a championship. Same thing with football. I mean, it's just a quarterback has the ball in his hands on every play offensively. Uh, and now you've added to the fact that Josh Allen gives you another dimension because you can play with six eligibles and that breaks down the defense. That is what makes it effortless for Buffalo offensively against Bill Belichick in that uh, New England defense. I mean, all year long, what, plus 194 point differential. <laughs> Certainly the defense comes into play for Buffalo but when your quarterback can elevate his play like Josh Allen did, I mean, that, that is incredible. It's like this guy keeps searching. He keeps searching for ways to get better and improve his game. Yeah, it's really impressive here. And again, I think if you're a Patriots fan like me, you start to get worried because now for all those years when, uh, you know, the Bills or the Jets or Miami was like, man, this is Tom Brady's division. Uh, we're going to be, you know, second class, third class year pretty much for the next decade. As a Pats fan, now I'm in this position where can you really catch Josh Allen and the way this guy is going moving forward? So I think if you're a Patriots fan, there's a big debate right now, Pritch. I'll tell you right now, everyone is so upset in, in New England about the <laughs> Patriots. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to just look completely embarrassing while you do it. But now the question is, uh, do you build up your defense to stop Josh Allen? That's really a topic of conversation that was never really in play. It was the Patriots kind of do their own thing and they let other people catch up to them. Now they're playing catch up to Allen. I think that's a tough spot. I would look at, you know, uh, N'Kobe Dean, your guy there on Georgia Pritch. I think the Patriots are so slow defensively. You saw that, how terrible they were sideline to sideline. You're going to miss guys like McCourty, Hightower. I think you have some retirements here. And if you're a Pats fan like me, you want to build up this defense to stop Josh Allen. Okay, stick, sticking with the, the, the theme of about these premium quarterbacks or elite quarterbacks or these guys that find the next level. Tom Brady, again, doesn't matter that Leonard Fournette's not available. It doesn't matter that your running back room is decimated. Rojo, Ronald Jones, the, uh, the second, uh, he's not available, right? Uh, it, your receiving core is, is banged up. But you unearth Giovanni Bernard, uh, and yet he becomes an integral part of that offense, the dink and dunk, the precision passing to, I mean, it was fully on display for Tom Brady. He just finds ways, Josh. It doesn't matter who's out there on the field with him. 
Yeah, it's so impressive. And I think, you know, Brady, obviously, this is a team with the Bucks perch that you and I did a pretty good job of saying, like, hey, last week, if you like them, you're probably getting a good number right now because yep. a lot of the low-hanging fruit is with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers here. But Brady entering that game was plus 750 to win the Super Bowl with the Bucks. Now they're down to plus 550. So this kind of also is like if you like a team, you can kind of game out like, you know, we were you know, and the other thing, Pritch, is there was a move toward the Eagles there late. A lot of those books got down to seven. That was kind of surprising to me. Obviously, it didn't matter as long as you got Brady and a couple receivers, Giovanni Bernard, the new James White, but really Gronk and, Ev and Mike Evans, they pretty mm -hmm. much were getting whatever they want. So I think it, this happens every year, Pritch. It's like death taxes and, you know, uh, you know, don't don't like uh, love Tom Brady too much. And then he goes and shows you obviously why he's done this so well for so many years. So I think at plus 550, what are they going to be a three point favorite at home against maybe the Cardinals or the Rams here, Pritch? I think you bet that that number now. And I think after that game, maybe get down to plus 300 and kind of right there uh, as a as a top play there with the Packers and uh, the Chiefs at that point. Well, I just want to highlight these players because it, it becomes a problem for defensive coordinators now. Like if you're if you're trying to defend Tom Brady, uh, certainly you can take a page out of the New Orleans Saints playbook defensively, Dennis Allen. But that's not going to work if you don't have the same personnel or if that's not part of who you are as a defense. And then Brady discovering the ways to get better and to improve and then certainly execute at a high level with the players out there on the field with them. So let's move over to Patrick Mahomes. Same kind of thing. Showtime is back. I don't know how you defend this offense now. Like, do you want to play the two high safeties? Okay, well, he'll dink and dunk and be patient uh, and then possess the football, make it difficult for you as an offense on the other side. Do you want to come after Mahomes? Well, he'll escape the pocket, and then he'll make plays down the field. It's like he's a perfect quarterback now. He found a way to get better. Uh, and, again, I think that's going to be a problem moving forward for any defensive coordinator. Oh, absolutely, Pritch. And again, you know, we were kind of programmed to look at Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill uh, and obviously Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That's an injury that uh, we were looking at going in that game. But I got to say, Jarek McKinnon, guy mm -hmm. who had a devastating right. injury and uh, out of nowhere, Pritch, like I totally forgot he was even on that team. What a what a difference maker he is for that spot. I'm so excited about this next game, Pritch. When you go Buffalo, Kansas City, 630 p.m. Sunday night, this is going to be really, really fascinating because I think you're going to have a really distinct uh, perspective in terms of the way you look at this game. On the one hand, and, you know, bills are rolling, playing great. They just blew out the Patriots. How do you not take the bills getting two points, two and a half points? On the other hand, it's like you're getting Kansas City at home under the key number of three. How do you not take the Chiefs and lay those points there? So to me, this is going to be the number one line to look at and monitor all week long uh, because I think there's going to be a battle between uh, a public perception based play of bills in the points or chiefs in a short number. Now I am seeing some books, Pritch, that were two and a half down to two, mm -hmm. maybe some twos that were two and a half. So you're kind of back and forth. It's hard to get kind of a true opener on this one. But one thing is for sure. What do you think about this one, Pritch? You've done a great job with your teasers and your totals. You're my over man. Yeah. Uh, this was some over money, 53 right. up to 54 and a half. Do we see another shootout in this game? I, I tell you what, it's trending that way. I mean, I, I would keep an eye on the weather for sure, but think about the true identity of these teams like Buffalo. The first time around, they, they played the, safeties and they made Patrick Mahomes kind of throw the football and be patient right there. And same thing with Josh Allen too, but these guys are better now. I don't think you can use the same game plan uh, like that. You're going to have matchups that you're going to feature. Uh, you think about all the tape that's out there on both of these teams and they're going to dissect everything. Uh, so they'll be prepared for it. It's going to be about the execution. Like we were talking about the lack of execution with Dallas. It's going to be about the execution. If we get it, then I think that over uh, has a great chance right there of uh, cashing. 
Yeah, and sometimes, Pritch, I do get some heartburn betting like totals over when they're 50 or more in the playoffs. You mm -hmm. do see some of these totals do pretty well to the under. Uh, but I think the other thing, the great equalizer here is, you know, both teams are coming off a blowout win. So there's not like this, you know, uh, sell high on the Bills because they're off a blowout right. or sell high on the Chiefs because they're off a blowout. That makes this game even more interesting because there's not a really recency bias angle because they both won big. Mm -hmm. So again, I can't wait to see this. And another thing is maybe a live bet spot. What if right. the Bills get up 7 nothing early? You can live line the Chiefs or vice versa. With such a short number like that, I think you probably can uh, look at a live line opportunity if you're not going to get in-game pre-flop. Uh, pre yeah, you know, the personnel book comes into play big time uh, when it comes to the playoffs. We're going to see that with Eric Weddle a little bit later. We'll get to the breakdown. But <laughs> you mentioned Derek McKinnon. It goes back to his days at Minnesota when Eric Bieniemy was out there coaching running backs. <laughs> they certainly had uh, Adrian Peterson. But Derek McKinnon was a guy that Eric was highly, highly excited about. So now he has him on his roster with that offense as well. Yeah, and I wonder, Biennemi, a guy who's been on a lot of these uh, boards, your buddy Pritch here, who yeah. uh, for next coach, you know, would he go to uh, a Vikings-type team or a, t a different kind of team? Keep an eye on those prop bets. But I can't wait for that Bills-KC game, Pritch. I keep looking at this number. I'm mm -hmm. seeing a two-and-a-half, a two. It's going back and forth. That's going to be an awesome game this way. Absolutely. It's just the coaches finding ways to help your players be successful. That's what it's all about in the National Football League, and we see these coaches uh, back in the playoffs and certainly marching towards the Super Bowl. Josh Applebaum and his takeaways coming up next right here on v the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you, you near you that's zyn.com slash find warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical welcome back to the show it's betting across america mike pritchard josh applebaum so josh your takeaways and then we got to get to the scouting report uh of the cardinals and the rams are uh, here in this segment so finishing up with our takeaways something you learned from the wild card weekend yeah, a lot of takeaways here, Chris. And I would just say we'll have a full breakdown in a second, but the Cardinals just fell three and a half down to three. That's really, really big. Just notice that that's further money coming in on Arizona plus the points here. So just keep an eye on that. If you like Arizona and still find a three and a half hook, may want to get it now coming back down to three. But Pritch, a couple of takeaways for me. Number one, just from a overarching standpoint of how did favorites, you know, totals, overs, unders do. Uh, I was really surprised to see these favorites do so well this weekend. Favorites were four and one straight up. They are four and one against the spread. The only dog that came through for you was San Francisco there. So that's really kind of an aberration. I know the public had a good weekend. The bookmakers uh, gave it back to the, to the public here a bit. And that's really out of the historical norm. If you look at this wild card weekend and specifically the playoffs and, and the first couple rounds, you see, you see dogs 55% in general against the spread and 58% ATS uh, in the wild card round. So the fact that a lot of these favorites came through for you, I think that bodes well for Arizona tonight. I don't think you can draw a direct correlation between 
between, hey, you know, favorites did great, therefore just bet the dog blindly tonight. You're seeing this money, which is a good sign, further uh, moving here toward Arizona. But anytime you have a really good chalk weekend, the public going into today is going to say, hey, uh, I'm make betting's easy. Just lay the favorites, you'll cash big. I think that's going to put you into a dangerous situation. So what I'm looking for, Pritch, is some regression. Are we going to start to see some of these dogs to bark? Mm -hmm. Does it start tonight with Arizona? And then looking at this upcoming week, you know, if you're looking at Cincinnati here and you can get a three and a half against Tennessee, or does Jimmy G get up to plus six or do the bills? I don't think they'll get to three where they're two and a half pretty much. But my takeaway is I was surprised favorites did so well. And I think that bodes well for sticking and, and grinding to that contrarian blueprint and just saying, hey, don't overreact. You know, we're going to have some dogs here. It just wasn't a good start, but it could bode well moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So for us that took the three and a half points, we're happy about that. Uh, Josh Applebaum. That's what I did earlier today. I have a lean towards the over. It was at 49 and a half this morning. Uh, we're showing it on the board right now at 50. Uh, and, and good reasons, I think, as we get to the scouting reports, because you look at Arizona uh, and their strengths. Uh, I mean, the play variety is spectacular. Uh, their ability to be so unpredictable on offense, uh, I think, has really helped them. They utilize their running backs as pass receivers as well. That can keep a defense off balance. And then you look at what Kyler Murray can do with that offense, whether he's running the football or buying time uh, running around the pocket. It certainly uh, can be explosive right there. The weakness certainly, I think, is the offensive line protection, but that was predicated on the injuries, and in particular Rodney Hudson up front at the center position. Uh, if these guys are healthy, uh, the matchups come into play. That's matching up against Aaron Donald and certainly Von Miller and Leonard Floyd and all those guys. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned about uh, the weakness right there of the Cardinals with that pass protection. But then again, you got Kyler Murray. But then also the, the X factor in this game, I think Vance Joseph, his ability to disguise coverages. He's a defense coordinator for the Cardinals. Matthew Stafford, eight interceptions the last five games, Josh. I mean, if you're disguising coverages, we talked about that with cover three and cover one before in terms of Quinn and what he's done. Uh, it's the disguising of coverages that confuse quarterbacks out there. So I'm looking for that to happen and certainly opportunities to turn the ball over for the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you know, another thing to keep an eye out for would be maybe this passing offense of Arizona going up against the Rams pass defense, because we all know how great Jalen Ramsey is, but two really big injuries tonight, Pritch. Yep. Both your starting safeties for the Rams are out. Fuller and uh, and uh, Taylor Rapp, mm -hmm. both out for this game. You had to bring back Weddle from retirement. I think that's kind of a, a spot there where if you're the Cardinals and you're Kingsbury who likes this, you know, air raid, throw the ball offense, I think you attack with your uh, advantage here of your really good wide receivers going up against kind of this really, uh, you know, beleaguered or, or hurt or injured defensive backs here for the Rams. I love this move here toward Arizona Pritch. I took Arizona plus four. Uh, I thought that that was, hey, I couldn't get at one point. A couple shops got to four and a half. It was really quick down to four. And then we stayed at four for like three or four days. And then really over the past, uh, I would say 24 hours, you saw it get down to three and a half. And I think this move is major right now down to three because that tells me further money is coming in here on Arizona again after a weekend where favorites did very well. But a couple things like about Arizona Pritch, they're not a trendy dog really. It's kind of 50-50 down the middle at BetMGM. And when you have kind of 50 50 betting theoretically a line shouldn't move at all yet it's going toward Arizona that tells me big money respected money on Arizona they would match as a divisional dog in the playoffs you lost with New England here but this spot is 62% against the spread the last decade in the playoffs dogs with a line move in your favor 28 and 9 against the spread uh, 60 or was that 76% uh, so far in, over the last decade that would match with Arizona Pritch you know we got to get a ref angle in here Clay Martin <laughs> He's a good road ref, so hey, okay. I'll take it. Cherry on top if you're going to sweat Arizona. Sure. He's 61% ATS to the road team. And also very interesting, Kyler Murray as a dog, 
16 and 7 ATS in his career, 70%. You're also buying low because Arizona, I think, what were they, 1 and 4 down the stretch or didn't play very well. Also, Arizona, uh, 6-0 and straight up as a dog, 6-0 uh, uh, ATS as a dog, done great as a dog in general. And on the road, they're 8-1 and on the road. They're only 3-5 uh, and five at home. So if you add it all up, I like this spot a ton toward Arizona. I grab the four. Pritch, I get worried when I beat the closing line by a point because I'm like, this is so good. Uh, you know, you're right. Something's bound to, be, uh, to happen poorly here. Something bad's going to happen. But I like this spot. I love this movement. I'm on Arizona plus four. I'd take it three and a half before it falls to three. Sure. I mean, you got a good number. Don't don't be worried about that if you got a good number right there, Josh. And you certainly being early that way. I mean, the developments with the Rams feeds into the scouting report, too, when you talk about the safeties. So the strengths of, of the Rams, I mean, it's Aaron Donald. Uh, clearly, the guy can wreck an offense. I mean, seriously, he can wreck and destroy an offense whenever he wants. But when does he want to? Like, if you watch him on tape or if you study Aaron Donald, the guy gets after the passer. He really does. He's a run stuffer at times when he wants to be. But he doesn't always want to be a run stopper, especially when he's getting double teamed. So uh, th that's the strength of the Rams team in this matchup right now to me. The weakness, obviously, the secondary. Uh, the key injuries with the safeties. Okay, you bring in Eric Weddle. Raheem Morris, how much can he disguise coverages? How much can he try to confuse Kyler Murray in this one when you have the situation that you have with your safeties? Fuller was the play caller back there, the communicator back there too. If you examine the 49ers game, there was some lack of communication in that game and also frustration from Ramsey uh, not being on the same page with coverages uh, in the secondary. And so now you're facing an air raid offense with those significant developments. And then the X factor is Matthew Stafford. The guy is quarterback rating over 100, but yet he has 17 INTs this year. He's got 41 <laughs> touchdown passes, which, okay, you're, you're happy with that. But he's the type of quarterback right now, the way he's playing, Josh, that he gives you that good bypasses the bad and gets straight to the ugly. Uh, so, I mean, with that, uh, I couldn't lay it with the Rams, but I, I did entertain that total. I didn't take it. I did take uh, inside it with the Cardinals uh, and the points here in this matchup. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And again, Pritch, you know, you're getting three and a half and you're saying, oh, you know, I couldn't get the four, four and a half when it was there for a second. But now you're feeling good because it's getting down to three. So, again, I put a lot of faith into these late moves. They're really, really meaningful. Now, we got to be transparent. There were two late moves yesterday that did not come through. You saw the Eagles eight and a half down to seven late. You actually saw some shops took must have taken in some Steelers money because that line I saw get down to like 12 or 11 and a half at some shops. So they didn't come through. But I think by and large, in general, these big moves on game day are meaningful because, number one, the limits are the highest that mm -hmm. they've been all week so big bets can come in also as betters we have a more or better idea of you know the COVID stuff the injuries who's going to play who isn't I think again late bets coming in are meaningful and the fact that this is going toward Arizona I'm kind of shocked it just fell three and a half to three Pritch I okay. thought maybe you'd have some buyback especially with favorites doing well this weekend on the Rams again uh, to me Arizona's the play here and you really just want to make sure you can still find a hook out there at least yeah absolutely I mean if you're still considering I think we saw the total at 50 I saw it 49 and a half this morning um you know, Stafford being a gunslinger that way. Uh, I don't know if McVay is going to evolve and try to rush the football, run the football here in this game, uh, or play true to who you are or why you acquired Matthew Stafford in the first place. You like to be explosive, but then on the other side, the Cardinals, they have to be explosive. I mean, rush, rushing the football is something that they do, and they do okay, but the running backs are banged up. They're going to have both Edmonds and Connor. I know Connor is going to be a game-time decision, but I'm thinking of, of Connor as a player. There's no way I am not playing in this football game. <laughs> 
You're totally right, Pritch. And I did see there's a very popular prop bet. I think Connor, anytime touchdown scored today or tonight, I think it's like plus 120 or you're almost close to even money here. So that could be worth a look. Also, just again, put a lot of stock into familiarity here, Pritch. Again, it didn't help you at all with the Patriots. I don't think uh, the act of God could help the Patriots Saturday night, Pritch. But uh, <laughs> in these divisional matchups where you have a lot of built in familiarity, I really like to go with that dog in this spot. So uh, the interesting thing, too, when these teams played twice this year, Pritch, the dog won outright both times. So you would be in the spot here with Arizona if you wanted to grab the points. Now, in terms of the total, Pritch, did start to see it tick down a little bit. Okay. I know 70% of bets are on the over. Maybe some money's coming in on the under, 50 down to 49 and a half. All right. A little bit further breakdown on Monday Night Football in the playoffs. Also, market insights from Josh Applebaum. We got NBA, uh, college hoops as well, but then also player props for tonight's matchup. All that and more come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the pro football playoffs. Just place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Also, earn M Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app, go to betmgm.com, and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in a pro football playoff game. You got to get to betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have problems, 1 800 Gambler. Promotion offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So we got these market insights, Josh, from BetMGM. Uh, 50-50 probably with the ticket count here. Cardinals 52% on the spread. The handle uh, 53%. The line movement, you just talked about that, is going in favor of the Cardinals here. Uh, I'm looking at the money line. The Cardinals 71%. Ticket percentage uh, handle 75% too from a money line standpoint on the Cardinals. What do you think? Yeah, so – 
I think first off, Pritch, you know, in terms of uh, percentages, the way we always talk about this on Betting Across America is, you know, we want to look for a team that's getting low bets, higher dollars, and a line move in your favor. So you don't really have that in terms of percentages, but I still think this kind of bodes well for Arizona because when you're pretty much down the middle, 52% Cardinals in the bets, 53% Cardinals in terms of the handle, theoretically a line shouldn't move at all. Again, if it's 50-50 even betting uh, in a vacuum, you should have no movement. But the fact that, again, it, it's no longer staying Rams 3.5 and, and you're having a slate movement toward the Cardinals, that really, really bodes well. It tells me that, you know, even though bets are relatively split, and really the other good thing is, you know, I'm worried sometimes if I'm on a trendy dog. Again, still PTSD from Alabama, Pritch. Right? I'll, <laughs> never, I'll never get over that. That's one of my biggest regrets in betting. I didn't uh, take, uh, take Georgia with you there. But you don't have to worry about that. Really, Cardinals are not trendy here. This is a split. Public doesn't know what to do down mm-hmm. the middle type play, yet you're seeing this movement down to uh, Arizona. So that really uh, is a good sign here that the respected big wagers, uh, maybe not just the bet MGM, but across the market, are coming in here on the Cardinals. Now, in terms of the total, this is why I kind of lean under. Um, you do have bets and dollars both over, around 70% bets and dollars over, but it looks like a lot of public money on the over, just wanting to sweat a high-scoring game. And, and you know, um, it's a Monday night, and maybe a lot of people have the day off today. You want to get uh, you know, get down and maybe order some food, get some drinks going, Pritch, and bet the over. It's more fun to bet the over. But yet, if there's 70% of bets on the over, why did the line fall 50 and a half down to 49? This would match a system that I uh, really look at. If you look at playoff totals that fall at least a half point, mm-hmm. the last decade, they are 24 and 18, 57%. You also have the familiarity in the division, kind of knowing what to expect here. So I'd lean a little bit under. I love the Cardinals in this spot. And when you mention in terms of money line, Pritch, I think that's more of a uh, kind of a, if you look at it and you read it the way we look at it, it is kind of more money, 71% bet, 75% dollars. And the line did go further to the Rams, but now that's kind of evening out and coming back down with this line falling. So to me, that's more of, Hey, I'm, I don't want to lay the points, but I think the Rams can win. So let me just lay this, you know, minus 190 play. But uh, again, the fact that you have even betting in the line going to Cardinals, great sign here that, that Arizona is taking in some respected money. Yeah, absolutely. And then looking at the the game and the style that we could see uh, from both sides too. Looking at some player props, Kyle Murray, uh, 251 and a half bet MGM player props right here, uh, minus 125 to the over uh, for Kyle Murray passing yards. Uh, again, it's kind of one of those situations, passing touchdowns uh, is juiced to the under minus uh, one, one and a half, minus 135 for under one and a half touchdown passes by Kyler Murray. So it's all over the place uh, in terms of player props and how we're looking at this game right now. Yeah, and I think you're going to get a lot of public money just saying, you know, give me Kyler Murray over, over passing yards, over completions, over TDs. I would love to get the juice price. I don't know, Ben, if you have this on the Matthew Stafford interceptions, because this is a guy that we've kind of identified, Pritch, late in the year, throwing the, the ball into triple coverage. You know, he's 0-3 uh, in his career in the playoffs. Uh, now he's on a really good team, but you put too much pressure on yourself. You're not, you know, again, this isn't the Lions anymore. You're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an important player, but you're not maybe the most important player. If that interception prop over half interception is juiced up at all, I'd look towards Stafford over a half pick. Well, Ben just informed us it's minus 120 uh, for Matthew Stafford and his interceptions right there. Ooh, to the over. That's a good sign. That means books are juicing it up. Maybe some liability there. To me, that's the prop that I would target. I'd also say, you know, if you have a strong conviction on a play, like I feel really good about Arizona tonight. Does that mean they're going to win and cover? No, but I feel good about that. I don't want to maybe just uh, pile on too many prop bets, Pritch. I see this all the time Mm -hmm. with a lot of recreational bettors. Like what if you win Arizona, you know, pat yourself on the back. We'll see what happens. Great call there. But then you get a little loosey-goosey with your prop bets and you give a bunch of units back to the book. So it's fun to talk about, but if I'm going to bet one prop tonight, 
I'll go that I'll bet on the fact that Stafford is going to throw at least one or one interception. Okay, I was looking at Zach Ertz too because they acquired him via trade, and this would be perfect when you're down safeties like the Rams are, uh, and you want Zach Ertz, a player like that. Certainly, uh, you're looking for those pedigree guys. What is it, 50, 53 and a half in terms of his receiving yards out there tonight? Yeah, I think that's a great point by you, Pritch, because again, when you're going to bet these props, you got a game theory and think about how this is going to uh, play out or how it may play out. So I think mm -hmm. targeting a guy like Ertz, I think a lot of low hanging fruit is going to be, you know, the Cooper Cup overs, the, uh, you know, the Odell Beckham Jr. overs. But to your point, you know, if you're going to have Ramsey, you know, go up against, you know, your number one there for Arizona, that's going to open up a lot of space here for a guy like Ertz, a very uh, veteran savvy tight end here who probably, uh, I don't know, Goddard made some plays, but I don't know if uh, the Eagles could have used Ertz there against uh, Brady and the Bucks, Pritch. Uh, but I do like your point there because again, uh, are you going to bring a safety on him who's slow or just came out of retirement? Is he going to be, can he overpower a small defensive back? I think that's the, the guy that really jumped out to me. Good call by you, Pritch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, I'm kind of, pumping the brakes a little bit because the fact that Ramsey could be on him in the middle of the field and okay, you bring in Weddle Weddle's five, nine. Uh, I'm not looking for that matchup, but if Kingsbury is not moving for a formations motion to confuse that defense, then he's not doing his job. And certainly from an in game standpoint, I'm going to be tracking that as well. Yeah. And the other thing to keep an eye out for, and I'm right there with you as an in-game wager, like, you know, what if you have, you know, uh, Arizona get up seven, nothing, and you want to look toward maybe a buy low spot, like you saw with Kansas city last night when they got down seven, nothing. Uh, but to your point, I think, you know, if I'm, if I'm uh, the Rams here and I'm McVeigh, you know, I would do your two, your two high safeties and just make Arizona run the ball. I think that's yeah. one thing to play into their hands. If you have a one high and you can just have, you know, Kyler Murray also look at Kyler Murray's rush prop or his longest rush, that could be worth a look as mm -hmm. well instead of passing. But I think that's your game plan. Two high safeties, make them run the ball. Maybe that'll mitigate a little bit the fact that you have some of these backups in your defensive backfield. All right, let's get to your Market Insights podcast each and every day. You can catch uh, more in-depth information on Josh Applebaum and what he's looking at. What do you have for us today? Well, I appreciate it, Pritch. Today's a huge day. I'm excited. Today's a great day to bet on sports. And by the way, we got hit with another big storm uh, here in Boston, Pritch. So I, <laughs> I've been shoveling all day. So, uh, you know, ne never gets old, never gets old. I, I wish I lived out in the desert. But, uh, Pritch, couple NBA plays to keep an eye out for. One, I money line the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers are on the road at the Magic. Blazers have played a little bit better as of late. The Magic are one of the worst teams in the NBA. They're very young. I, I would say, though, uh, Franz Wagner could be a rookie of the year type candidate. He's been really good so far to build on the future. But I like the Blazers in this spot. They open up as a one-point favorite. They've been bet up to minus two. Uh, I took a money line play here on minus 125. CJ McCollum should be coming back for this game, Pritch. I think that's a big boost here. Uh, he had a collapse long. He just had a baby, too. So uh, now he's back in the lineup. I think that's going to benefit the Blazers here. You have three road refs, Acosta, Hussey, and Zarba, all pretty good to the road team. So that would benefit the Blazers as well. Uh, you also have Orlando, kind of a tired spot. It's going to be their fourth game in six days. And, uh, again, Portland playing better, better as of late. So I'll take the Blazers on the money line. Then the other one I like, Pritch, is a buy low total play. Uh, looking at the Raptors in the Heat. The Raptors in the Heat, the total open around 211. It's been bet all the way down to 207. So I think at this point, if you're betting the under, maybe it sells under and it doesn't matter, but you're getting the worst of it, which we always talk about. I like this spot to buy low, take the over. Toronto and Miami have been two of the best over teams in the NBA this year. Uh, 23 and 17 to the over Toronto, 26 and uh, 17 to the over Miami. Both top 15 in offense. You have some over refs in this game. And you look at a lot of these recent performances. You have Toronto six and two to the over their last eight on the road. Miami seven and two to the over their last nine. I'm going to buy low, take that over 207. I think that could be your low water mark for that Raptors heat game. All right, updating some scores in the association: the Wizards 91, 83. 
Um, and you got the Cavs 57-49, and that's uh, certainly – I mean, the injuries, too, along with COVID, popping up everywhere with the superstars as well, Josh. Yeah, and again, we're going to dust off our old uh, 6 p.m. rule, Pritch. Don't bet a game before sure. 6 p.m. until you know who's in and who's out. So that's really meaningful load management coming into play. Uh, this one that surprised me, uh, Hornets and the Knicks. Knicks actually opened minus 2.5, got up to 3, 3.5. Mm-hmm. Hornets won outright. So I, personally, NBA is kind of erratic right now. It's kind of tough to gauge. I've been really putting more of my bankroll into college basketball and the NHL right now. Yeah, a good choice. I mean, you talk about being erratic. You're Celtics, 104 over uh, 92, <laughs> one over the Pelicans out there. Uh, you know, you, you thought they were going to blow it up out there in Boston with the Celtics. doesn't look that way. Yeah, not. It doesn't look that way. And now every time they win a game, they love clapping back to like the Twitter (laughs) haters and Hey, how do you like me now? Tatum Brown, we're looking good here. So uh, it's easy when you're, you know, a big favorite over the Pelicans, but uh, this team down the stretch, Pritch, I think the last hundred games or 120 games, they're like 60 and 60. It's a 500 team. You got to be better than that. If you have two really good young players like Tatum and Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Josh, great job today. Good luck with your place. I appreciate it, Pritch. I'm going to go shovel, and then I'm going to sweat the Cardinals. Let's have a night. Yeah, let's have a night. And remember, Dr. Martin Luther King, dignity, courtesy, and respect. We can all think about that today. Uh, The Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.